Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back with another one. This is the Authority Project. I'm Brian. It's Arnold, and I'm here with my new good friend, Denicia Hilton. She says that she's going to give us the unexpected benefits of claiming your perfection. Is that right, Denicia? Oh, yes. Yes, definitely. <laughs> it's about to go down. <laughs> <laughs> but we shall see. We shall see on this episode of the Authority Project. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, feast your eyes and tune your ears. It's that time again. We are live with another episode of The Authority Project. It's the video podcast streamed on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope, where we talk to digital marketers, business coaches, and creators of all kinds on how they've built authority in their field and how you can mimic their success. Developing authority, building your audience, and attracting better clients to your own business. Now, without further ado, let's bring to the virtual stage your host, Brian S. Arnold. All right, we are back, folks. We are back. This is the Authority Project. You are the project. We want to slap authority to your name so you can sell more of what you're great at. And we have Denicia here, and we are having we have a good time today talking about this particular subject that is near and dear to my heart. <laughs> it really is. How are you doing, Denicia? Today? How are you doing today? I'm fantabulous. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, feel a That's... little bit rejuvenated right now, so I'm awesome. good. <laughs> awesome, awesome. How's it going on your end? We're doing good. We're doing good here. Not a, not a, it's been a, it's been a great day. I actually got some real sleep last night. So mm. it was way past due, way past due. So <laughs> I was it. trying to think different things to change my <laughs> schedule. You know how that works out. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. I'm in the midst of that too. So I, I am, I'm pulling you on that. <laughs> right, right. So before we dive into this thing here, can you please tell us who you are personally? And then professionally. Well, yeah, personally. Well, let's see here. I really enjoy reading. Like, I'm such a, I just read <laughs> from That's everywhere. Great. Yeah, like, it's so funny because I was actually just at this networking thing last week in playful, like, it, it's a playful summit, right? And so, and I'm a speaker there and we were all just getting to know each other. And one of the things we got tasked with was like, what's your, your childhood, like, favorite memory? And, and. I just sat there and I was like, well, mine was reading comic books, like Garfield comic books. <laughs> and they were like, what? <laughs> I've always been a reader, more introverted. It just in my mind, in my space, like I love imagining and ideating and creating, like I'm inspired by what I might see and what I might experience. And that goes into my personal definitely because it's even when I'm cooking, it, it, to me, it's such a beautiful thing where it's like all the, you know, you lay out all your ingredients and it's go, and you're looking at them like, whoa, all of these got here and how did they get here? And yeah. now I'm about to put all of y'all together to create this. Ah! And so creating in that way in my life and personal is one of the things I love doing. I love sitting out by the like park. We have some in Florida. So we got, I have some beautiful parks that are on some amazing <laughs> water sites and then have some beautiful water views with some dolphins going by sometimes. I enjoy going out there too. It adds into professionally because that's what I see that I do when I'm working with women in these playful healing spaces is is seeing the beauty and who she is and, and seeing the strengths that are there where she may not see them, where she may see that 
those might be problems or those might be things that need to be fixed and all of that. Whereas I'm able to come in and bring in my background in studying Eastern medicine and allowing her to see, no, you're perfect. You're really whole and complete as you are. We just need to, we're going to go through the little transmutation here and see what is it? Like what's the gifts that's being offered to you right now for your own inner self and your own inner being to just grow and expand so that you can then offer yourself to serve in the way that you're desiring to serve, but you're going to do it from a place where it's, hey, I got to serve in this way just by being who I am. And <laughs> yes, you can, you can totally do it. It's a rocket. Nice. Nice. It's funny that you, that's awesome. It's funny that you say the thing about, about your readings. I'm, I'm starting now a new streak. I, I do a streak every, every year. Uh, this year I'm doing a streak of getting my reading back and getting my reading muscles back. So I'm doing like a half an hour. Well, I started with a half an hour reading. I kind of scale up. So I'm doing half an hour reading every day. Now it's up to 40 minutes. So I do 20 minutes of, well, actually I do 30 minutes of, and I kind of, I rotate them. 30 minutes of nonfiction, one, 10 minutes of fiction. And the next day I do 30 minutes of fiction and 10 minutes of nonfiction. So, Ooh, so like that, that. that'll probably scale up later on. Maybe I hope I can get to an hour at the kind of thing, but it's been, ve- it's been very enlightening about the stuff that I'm reading and, and I'm actually reading right now some old comic books, as you're saying, Ooh, it's, yeah. um, I, I, I'm on comicsology, and I'm reading these old comic. I've been reading the old Captain Marvel. Now I'm reading the old Sub- Submariner from Marvel. So very interesting. Yeah. About so, see, see, a lot of people don't understand that comic books. There's a lot to read. There's a lot of reading in comic books. People just think it's just all pictures. That's not true. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of reading on there, more so than you think. But anyway, yeah, that's, that's, I've that's, had to learn that. So, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna. I'm gonna have to email you about that because I wanna. I'm curious. I just learned like the whole comic book thing. I really got interested in it from, from my husband when we first started dating in the sense of, oh, that's what you're interested in. Let me give it a try. Let me see, <laughs> you know? And he doesn't necessarily have the comic books like physically, but it, just hearing him explain from when he would read them. And this is like, what's on the me? And now I'm so interested, so peaked. And, and like one day I asked him, I said, I wonder, like we were watching Wonder Woman or something. Yeah, Wonder Woman. And I was like, this is so interesting because he told me like Black Panther isn't the original. He's not the first yeah. Black superhero. And I was like, yeah. really? And I said, is there a Black Wonder Woman? Like, how does that process work? <laughs> is that similar to like Black Panther that one dies and then one because he's, yeah, yeah actually kind of. And there is someone. And I'm like, what? And so I went to a store with him and I learned about Nubia and I was like, whoa. And yeah. so now, <laughs> so now I'm... Is- there's yeah. a lot of different things they, that they have to do now to try to pick their own spots as far as stories. But yeah, but we, we can talk about all that all day. <laughs> Shout out to Katrina, by the way, who's on here watching. Shout out to you, Katrina. Thank you so much for hey. North Dakota. So <laughs> let's jump into this perfection thing. Mm-hmm. What are you really trying to say, Denicia? Most people say that perfect being perfect is not a good thing, you know? Yeah. Something that I dealt with. You know, what do you say to that perfectionism and trying to be so right? before you start that kind of stuff. But yeah. you're, you're, you're coming from a different place. Go ahead and, and, and share. I, I am coming from a different place because I heard the same thing, right? You know, they'd be like, oh, nobody's perfect. Uh, we're not, you're not going to be doing all of that. Just get out there and do it. Or don't even be a perfectionist and all this other stuff, right? I got tested because my mom told me. 
that they, they thought I had some kind of learning issue or, or whatever when I was younger. Uh, but then they were like, no, it's just that she's perfectionistic. And mm. it's I have these things like all lined up. And since then, I have learned that I really take in sexually, like literally into my senses. I take in things and I'd like to create in a certain way. And I see that whatever it is that you might see physically there's a lot of intention and energy that goes behind that, right? Yeah. So it's not even, oh, a procrastination thing to be perfect before actually allowing it to come out. It's more that it's a part of the whole creative process. And so like when I hear people saying, oh, nobody's perfect, there's only God's perfect. And I got kind of frustrated. And I, when I realized like how much harm it does to us when we believe that about ourselves. So then I started playing around with it and I said, well, what if we actually really are perfect? What if you actually stop trying to fix yourself? What if you actually stop seeing that you're or saying that you're broken? What would really happen? And those are some observations from various places that I've been in, right? Like whether it was in the office, in the practice, or whether I was doing other interviews, doing workshops, whatever. I just saw this pattern. And I mean, I would see it just everywhere. Like how much money people can make just by putting a little seed to make you believe that you're not whole and that you're not complete as you are. And that bothered me. And mm -hmm. so in that space, in the space at that time that I was in hyper-focused in women's health uh, and reproductive health, I got to, see, I mean, I saw it, right? Oh, how many pharmaceutical companies are about to make a bunch of money making women believe that their periods are like you're supposed to just ex accept that you're cramping all the time or like, oh, how much money is made in the fertility industry to make you believe that once you hit 35, you are geriatric now and yeah. you're going to need this cacophony of tests and you're never going to get pregnant unless you get some help. And so it's those types of examples that like that I found in my course and in my conversations was actually me sitting there and showing her, um, no, you got this. This is all within you. What it is, though, is that we might be looking on the outside thinking that we're supposed to be something else. And as we are on this quest of trying to be that, we continuously to lose touch with who we are authentically. And so we started to like, sidetrack from that, you know, like go a little, go off ways. Well, what happens when we do that is when I would start seeing the, the physical symptoms and conditions, you might know them as hypertension, anxiety, depression, mm -hmm. digestive issues, menstrual cycle issues. So all of those things that you're seeing is these physical symptoms and conditions that you might think were completely separate, right? Actually are giving you messages. And they're telling you like, oh, you're not really coming into your authentic self. You're not really believing that you're whole and complete as you are. And when you see that you're whole and complete as you are and moving from that space and going outward versus outward coming in, that's where you find your power. And, you know, you hear this like empowerment thing going on and yet yet there are structures that are built for you to rely on that person. And I'm like, that's complete opposite of empowerment. <laughs> empowerment <laughs> is from within. Yeah. And so from within, right? What is there? 
that you can tap into that's already there because you're not broken. You you don't need repair. So imagining, cause that, that root meaning, and I have to give a shout out because one of my buddies was, she's a, she studied linguistics. And so I had felt it like I'm digging this perfect thing. Like it had just dropped into me like uh-huh. this perfect thing. We need to shake this up. Right. But, and I was introducing it to her in a conversation and she told me, she's, you know, the root meaning of perfect. And I was like, no, (laughs) she goes, it means that you're whole and complete. You're literally talking about the root meaning of it. And I was like, what are you kidding? I guess I was like, ah, I'm loving that. And the thing is, I feel like that is a part of the benefit is that you start to really believe in yourself and what you can do. And it starts showing up on the outside. It's, oh my word. Yeah. yeah. It, it, and there's so many other elements. I'm curious yeah. if you have any questions, like totally. And I'll, well, I, well, I, just wanna, I, wanna, I know Katrina was on here sending comments to, that says that it really resonates with her. She tends not to start for that very reason, afraid of failure, mm-hmm. not being good enough. And I think we all felt that have felt that way. I think I've, I, you know, I'm going to tell you my story real quick about, you know, cause I was a huge perfectionist for a long, very long time. Like, like, I mean, I didn't start at all doing anything because I always felt the, you know, you felt the weight of the feedback of mm-hmm. what could happen. And me being an introvert, being an introvert, we, we are, we're big observers. So our weight is that we observe the good stuff and the bad stuff. Cause we just, we take it all in, you know, mm-hmm. we, we don't talk a lot. We, we, we listen, we listen to everything. We, we observe everything. So a lot of that struggled with perfection for years. It, I mean, I, you know, Tanisha, I has really had a recent revelation. I mean, like the last couple of weeks of like me being the introvert all of my life, I didn't like it. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to be unshelled. I wanted to be have this inner extrovert just pop out. And, you know, I, I was pushing against, I guess we're just saying the perfect part of me. I wasn't accepting myself as an introvert. And I, didn't, I never accepted it. I never acknowledged it. You know, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just now beginning to accept it and that there is peace now that I'm, I'm, I'm feeling that. Oh, wow. Like yes. I was telling, you know, I was, you know, I was telling myself to push away that person and I, and I was, and I, I was not ever okay with it. Now I'm like, okay, you know what, Brian, you're an introvert. You know, you're not going to be having a great conversation. You're not going to be the life of the party. You know what I'm saying? You're going to, you're going to be the but person. But you're going to be the life of someone's party. Right, right, right. So um, that's the view is, is I feel. And as I'm listening to you too, it's a big part of it and is actually environment in the sense that if you were in a space that say understood introversion and then was able to show you how to really use that power to accept it, then there wouldn't have even been as much resistance because in the environment you were supported and held and was how to leverage that. Right. And I think that's the huge thing that we see is just what environments are we in? The ones that you don't really think about or consider them to be environments of yours. Like when we think environment, most people think physical, like the the trees and the, the parks and beaches and stuff. But I'm also talking your social environment, your family environment, and then like where these expectations might come from, you know, and in a way, because I have to tell myself this too, right? I didn't even get started on it. Actually, I did (laughs) (laughs) because you actually started it. it, You started it because you had the idea 
And then you started actually mapping it out. You started actually planning it. You started actually putting pieces together. What I then ask is if there is that hesitation, is the hesitation that it actually is not in alignment with my inner being, with what I'm actually trying to convey? Is it that? And then does that mean then that I may actually need to change what I thought I had, like what I laid out as a plan? So like that to me is different. Like, there's also a culture. So once again, depending on your environment and the culture that you're in, that's established by that environment, there's this whole thing that, oh, you must finish what you start. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Imagine how, so you see how that can get you stuck because you may actually not jive with the way something is coming out. But then if you had been around and heard that a lot, you're like, oh, I got to just finish it. I got to just finish it. Yeah. You know, and quitters never prosper. How about if you realize that your energy and time and resources are going into a project? I'd actually say that you would prosper by stopping that changing trajectory and then all of a sudden that might be the plan that need that you follow and all of a sudden ah, right yeah. like how many times do companies end they end a product yeah. end a service because they're yeah. like yeah this ain't working out and then they go they quit <laughs> they do. They, now, and they still a, prosper yeah there was a big company today that was it today or yesterday it was a few days ago lg they, they stopped making their mobile phones. They're, they're no longer making their really? mobile phones. Yeah, exactly. But that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, if they, they weren't, it wasn't working out. They weren't selling as much as everything, as, as much as the other players out there. And they decided, you know what? We're, we're going to, we're gonna, like I said, Katrina says, pivot. <laughs> we're going to pivot and, and do what works, right? Yeah. Just, just, you know, do what works. So I, I want to ask you, what about the people who don't, you know, feel like the root word of perfect? They don't feel whole. They don't feel complete. When things aren't looking, you know, there's something, when they're still feeling like there's something wrong with me, you know, mm -hmm. so they can't push on. What do you say to people or people that you encounter about that? So I actually would venture to say that one, if you do feel like that, then that is definitely a sign that you want to change your environment. Find someone or uh, something group to help facilitate this. So I understand that we could be in these places for years and for decades. Right. And then you have something new come in. It's going to it might take some time for it to take hold. Right. If you are constantly in an environment that believes that the opposite of the perfect in the way that I'm using it, then you're it's going to be I'm not going to say never, but it's going to be very challenging to start to see that within yourself because you're going to be looking from the outsiders and supporting what you're wanting to desire and what you're wanting to believe in yourself on the inside. So then that's when you want to start looking. Okay. In what ways is it that I'm whole and complete? Ask yourself, what's one thing every single day, right out. And this is like part of a, something, a perfect day guide that I had put together too, is literally every day, call out something that makes you whole and complete that has you feeling like you're whole and complete. And it's in a daily practice, right? Like it's evolution, right? That's how I see it. It's like evolution and it's expansion. And so even if it's, dang, I make a great peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Like I always get <laughs> compliments on my peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> Celebrate that. I think that we, I think that sometimes when people might feel like that, they're 
there, there's something bigger that they're expecting, which sometimes means that the blinders are on to what is already there because there's a judgment that has been placed in the sense that's, well, that's not big enough. Yeah. And so the, and that's how you might miss those little inklings. I call them the magic perfect glitter about you. You might miss that. And so if you're seeing something or even start paying attention to what compliments you might be getting from other people, right? And even if it means just complimenting, like I said, yourself, right? Like oh, I make the best tea. Mm. Oh my gosh. Right. <laughs> I make the best tea. Or I just give these awesome hugs. And those are things that are just for you. Like those are things that's just you. Only you can do that. And so by call, like writing that out every day, at least one thing, saying it aloud to yourself and, and start putting that, like almost keeping like a journal of your perfection. And you'll and anybody that's actually seeing the video right here, you'll see in the third, the bottom third, that shun the ion is in parentheses intentionally and this is my nerd side coming out of me love science um <laughs> so, so you think of ions and you think of all the atoms and whatnot they have an eye there's an ionic factor there's going to be a positive or a negative it's to let that atom know right what to attract and what to propel what to repel mm. so in your wholeness and your completeness, what are you attracting? What are you desiring to attract? And so for that person that might have that, that might be in that place of, oh, this sounds real juicy and I want to see it. I can't see it. This is when you need to be in an environment that can see it, help see it, mirror it, and then help bring that out of you, right? That's the value of community. And that's where... You want to be very mindful of those communities that you're a part of. If that's something that you're desiring of yourself, take an assessment, audit, where are you at? <laughs> if you really <laughs> want to know the somewhat truth about what you interact with, right? And about yourself, just scroll through your Facebook feed. If there's a certain, you'll see a pattern and it's because Facebook knows you, knows what you <laughs> interact with and will continue yeah. to put that in front of you. Right. And yeah. it's not just Facebook, it's other platforms as well. That's a part of, that's a part of their AI. They're wanting you to keep coming back. And so it may even take some time that if you want to start seeing awesomeness about yourself, this is why I always like the ones when people start celebrating things that happen for them. I'm like, woohoo, let me like this. Cause then I'm going to start seeing more of those. Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Start seeing more of those. And so yeah. for yourself personally, what community can you plant yourself in that's going to help you, that's going to hold that space, be able to mirror that for you while also allowing you the time and the space for you to evolve into seeing more and more of your glitter from within yourself. I love it. That's great stuff. That's great stuff. I have so many more questions, but I, I tell you what, here's something that I've, I've learned. And let me see if you concur with this is that, in the moment of maybe you're in a speaking situation or you're in social or so forth. What I've learned and I've just heard from other people because I'm now going into this new introversion type of revelation for me that a lot of the top marketers who are introverts will announce it. They'll say like, I'm an introvert before anything else. Cause they, cause I think people have the expectation that there's something else than 
Yeah, they, yeah, yes, I have a huge following. Yes, I have this. Yes, I have this huge platform, whatever. But I'm an introvert. So that you know that when I get off of this stage, I'm not the same person on this. Yeah. And I'm gonna, when I get out of the square, I, I, I tell people all the time, I was like, I could be the most boring person that you know, because I'll be right in the corner in a huge crowd, you know, on my phone or whatever. But I think that's good for people to let people know, you know, who you are up front so that there's no other expectation of any other person that you are so that, you know, this perfect thing, perfect person that you think they want to see is, you know, you know, not that it's this, here's who I am. Show that in your socials, show that when you first speak, announce it to the world, here's who I am. I am not perfect. I'm an introvert. You know, I, I'm not great at conversations. Da, 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 da. You can see a lot of people like, it's like self, you know, what do they say? Self, self, advocating, whatever. I forgot what it's called, <laughs> but uh, whatever they call it, whatever they're trying to say, you know, that you, you're, you're explaining to people who you are, you know, and it's okay. And you're still whole, you're still perfect. And you're and accepting that. So other people can accept and know exactly who you are. What do you, what do you say about that? I'm not sure that's what, what that is. Yeah. I, I feel, okay. So I feel like, and, and this is probably how, it, because it comes out in the way like I do my, my, my business stuff. Yeah. So for, for me, where I look at it, I'm like, okay, we got some playful healing spaces here. There are things in the way that I present, even in workshops and anything, like even when I'm speaking, I actually ask in the beginning that they just kind of trust me. I'm going to hold out my hand and just trust that there is a process here and that I'm going to walk them through this, right? And I'll just introduce activities like random stuff, right? It seems so <clears throat> random to them. And then in the end, I'll bring it together. And, and the reason why I structure it that way is because one, it asks you to be present. And then in the sense of in that presence, hopefully too, they actually explore their expectations. Because think about it, even if I did open up saying I'm introverted, people have an expectation. They, <laughs> they Right? Even if I said I'm extroverted, they have an expectation. So I feel like either either way, like either title that we might put out there, people are going to have an expectation to that title. So instead, what I offer is, I'm Denisia. Okay. <laughs> and that's it. Like you okay. experience what's like with me. Okay. And those nuances of me is that I have some introverted tendencies. Yes. And there are some things that I might like um, that when I introduce that, it'll come out more in the sense of, okay, after speaking, especially when it was live, right? Like after speaking and then you have people coming up that might come up to you and want to talk with you and everything that I may need to cap it, right? And so then sharing that this is nothing about you in the sense that somebody doesn't want to talk with you or whatever, it's more preserving energy because when my energy was there on stage with you I was focused in that I find that's the power of being like one of the powers with introverts is that you can be focused and you when it's time to shine and whatever it is it's going to happen and it's going to be there and so I'd like for you to buy into me and just understand that I might understand if you decide to come into my space right I might understand a little bit more about you simply because we connect 
in that we are introverted or mm. that we have those tendencies, right? Yeah. And so I think that's why I'm very careful when I, I might say like certain things about titles and stuff, because people are going to have their expectations. They already have their judgments. And so, but what if they experienced you and what you have right there on the stage first, and then share that part like <laughs> of you, should you even feel like it's necessary? Right. And then all of a sudden go, Oh, now I think that for, I'll tell you like one of, one of my favorite like mentors, she acknowledged as well, because not only um, do I have introverted tendencies, also empathic tendencies. So with that, I can feel, and I, I can feel like in, in rooms, I can feel through here, like whatever. But one of the things is that she did say, <laughs> she would close by saying, you know, I, once I'm, I'm done here and that's it. Like, and, and that's because that's the energy that I have. But then the next day, because she would be do these workshops over a number of days, it was like she was honoring her energy. Yeah. That to me is the thing is that it's honoring my energy. And I feel like in social, in social media, like, yeah, like you mentioned like all the followers and all that kind of jazz, right? Like they expect to be able to grab you because they can pull up. And that's the thing is, okay, I'll just go ahead and pull up my profile. Like whenever you feel like it, like I'm there right. with you because my energy is right. infused. But I think too, they just expect you to respond like so quickly, right? Like then I feel it's up to us as, as creators and, and entrepreneurs and stuff like that, like to learn more about yourself in the sense that it's when you are honoring yourself and it comes out through your business. It's, it's not that, oh, I don't want to talk to you. It's just that <laughs> there's yeah. like this line, yeah. you know, that's there. And I think it can offer something for them to even see, oh, well, where is it? Like, why did I feel that I needed to have an answer right then and there? You know, and I personally feel like just because these are statistics showing this, I also believe that's a part of the nurture. I do believe that you, the culture has created this. So just as much as it has created all the nuances of, oh, it takes this many seconds, and that's all the attention that they have. You keep telling somebody that, sure, that's all that they're going to have. <laughs> but right. what can, what other thing can we create? And what can you tell them? No, I totally believe you can sit and pay attention and you can focus. You can be present. This right. is the environment that you can do that, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I hope that absolutely. did that help. Like, wait, yeah, I think so. Yep. I, absolutely. I think um, Trina's saying now, so good to communicate boundaries, do that, that we do not get overwhelmed by others trespassing in our space during our recharge time. Yeah. 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 And I think that there is that communi communication, definitely, Katrina, like spot on. And I think that it's taking some time to not only communicate outward, but even coming in right like others understanding that too that this isn't it's not like you're being abandoned it's not for you to get offended or anything i think that even just that exchange is where there's a lot of learning that we have depending on you know what's happening with whom because that goes to tell a story of who you're interacting with right what has what have they experienced and so i'm very i try to be very gentle with that because i don't know what they've experienced. I don't know. But what I do know is if they are reaching out, like there's something that they need 
And so sometimes I think it's actually more of an exploration of their needs and they don't know what it is that they need or can't describe that because they're not even quite sure. So I think that when we do go that, when we do, you know, you're not establishing boundaries. That's like another thing that I have a little tangent on. <laughs> you're not establishing boundaries. The boundaries are already there. You're actually now honoring the boundaries. That There's a difference. You're actually now honoring them. You've always had them. And gotcha. our body even, our body has our boundaries too. Yeah. We know when, when something's been crossed, we feel it. We feel it when you embody into yourself, you feel it. Yeah. So now sure. it's just an honoring of it, you know? And I feel like opening up the conversation with people is very valuable. Like opening it up, not to go on an immediate attack. Like you crossed my boundaries. <laughs> did, did they know? Do they do what was it on their end? Like that, yeah. that, you know, I think the conversation is just, it's really helpful. And to just kind of, as much as you can, let the guard down. You might've, somebody really might've crossed you in a different, in a way. And yeah. that can happen. And so it's just like, how sensitive are you still to that experience that it may probably be projecting to others? That's great stuff. That, that, you know, yeah, that reminds me of like my, 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 I have a big background in customer service and you, you can't, Bless I, your I, heart. I, yeah, well, you know what? You do interact with all kinds. So when it is, it has helped me to understand, like, like even like a, on a platform like this or whatever, you know, you're going to get people who aren't like you. You know, and I, I think that, I mean, I, when I'm, we're going a little bit off that, but you're going to get into a lot of people who, who have their own boundaries, their own set of rules, that kind of thing. And sometimes it's hard to understand all of that, but, you know, accepting that for what it is, you know, it kind of, it kind of helps you in all areas of business, which I want to, I got last two more questions here. So I want you to, I want you to wrap up this whole thing about business and how this, how your concept works and, and, and helps people to prepare for their business. Like you said, we were talking about people you know, not being able to start and so forth and how this can, the, your concept can help them actually start and get get ahead and keep working and, and sustaining in a place where they're okay with, you know, working themselves into their business and for helping and make an impact to others. And I got one, one more question after that, but, but, but talk to that. Wrap that okay. up for us. Yeah. Quickly then I, so realizing that you're perfect, right? So realizing that you're whole and complete as you are helps you to also see in that wholeness, right? So here's this image. Imagine if you were to see these, the different seasons, let's go with that. Cause we were talking about weather before anyway, let's see that you have these different seasons that are there. Now imagine you actually mirror those seasons within yourself. It doesn't mean that one season's worse than the other one or one season's better than the other one, right? It just means that it's simply there. It's a part of you, right? And so when you realize your wholeness and your completeness, you actually also realize and become aware and embrace the different aspects of you. Where are those? Where are those strengths at? Where are those opportunities for growth? You know, and I feel if you're going to, if you actually can realize that right here, right now, what do I have? What do I have right here, right now that I can use and I can leverage that and then realize that it's also whole and complete right here, right now. Mm, yeah. And that's just enough to get started. Like even get to get started on like in a business, but then also if you already have your business and say that there's some product or some service that you're thinking about putting in and then 
get started, do it, right? And then what happens? Oh, you have a, a, another day that comes, right? And now on that day, you have so much more wisdom. You have so much more experience now saying, ooh, that, yeah, that didn't like that part. <laughs> People <laughs> responded to this part. Okay, now in my wholeness and completeness right now, because you just added a little bit more juice that was in there. Now in my wholeness and completeness, what do I do? How do I evolve this? How do I evolve it? How have yeah. I evolved, you know? And so that's, I feel like doing that, like taking that and then applying it into just getting started in your business idea and making that come to form. And then also as you're in business, like the, I'm in the process of doing that right now, like in, in this community reshaping. And because I realized there are some things about myself that I learned and I'm like, oh, this has got to change <laughs> if I'm going to sustain it. Right. If I'm going to sustain it, I have to align it and become aware with who I am and from that space. Because then that way, when I do show up, just like we thought on this stage, you be like, dang, like she really was there. Like she was really like there. Yeah. In and tune. that's it. You yeah. know? Yeah. So I, th this is great. This is a great conversation. <laughs> I love it. So last question in access of all of my guests, it goes something like mm -hmm. this. There are people who are watching right now who will be listening later. And they have similar goals, similar interests, maybe similar, similar paths as you. They may or may not be introverts, <laughs> but, but they want to know what they can do to make an impact like you're trying to do as well in your business and what your message is. Can you tell them in your own words, and I'll put you front and center, how they can become an authority in this space? How you can become an authority to already realize that you are being an authority. It's already there. And I think it's a matter of what tools might you need in order for you to see it even more clearly. And who are the people that you might need to hold that for you to help bring that out of you? Because there's no searching for it. It's already there. And it's just tapping like on the window like this, like finding Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like you are and just being, you're being in your authority. You're being, your simple being and who you are authentically is yours and yours alone. That is your authority. Perfect. That's great stuff. <laughs> uh, great stuff. I, this has been amazing. So I'm so, so glad you're here. So please tell people who, where they can find you after the show. Yeah, you can actually go ahead and go to that site right down there <laughs> at joindenesia.com. It's joindenesia.com. I am laying out this community space that is to be just that. It's to explore all these different aspects of you and to see that you are healing and you're evolving and you're expanding on a day-to-day -day basis. And so you just might need that support. You really just might need to be in an environment that understands that about you and that others are there doing the same thing so that you can realize that while this is your and yours alone, that's your path that you're alone on, you're not lonely. It's a difference. Yeah. So yeah, please come and join me. Uh, get on the list for when it opens up at joindenesia.com. Awesome, awesome. And I'm, I'm going to tell you what, I'm, I'm going to put this on you, this little surprise here, because you know, you know you need to be promoting this too. Go ahead, girl. Talk, talk oh, about your podcast. Come on now. 
Come on, I'm like, go. what's the prize? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Come on now. You better yes, promote that. I would love shout that you. out. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> to come and check out the I Am Perfect podcast. Yes. Uh, yes. It's a seasonal thing. So I'm working on season two right now. And, but you can get some really great, like what I call foundational, like that season is it is foundational to this understanding is that like little stepping stone to get you into help to help you see your perfection and who you are right now just laying it out there and then season two is going to be oh it's gonna be so i'm like which word do i want to say <laughs> i had a whole bunch of words come across my mind saying it's gonna be very fantabulous. Like, okay, okay. Very fantabulous. <laughs> yes. I, I'm like, okay, what gems is it that we're going to put in this one? And, and nice. what's the glitter is going to go in there? So yeah, I'm working on that. And But if you go to IamPerfectPodcast.com um, and you just subscribe wherever it is that you listen to a podcast. And then once that season two drops, you'll be notified. Um, so make sure you get your notifications also. <laughs> great. It's a great podcast, y'all. Make sure you jump on that. So Thank you so, so much. This has been amazing. Great having a conversation with you. People, make sure you follow her. Make sure you join join up with her wherever she's at. She has a lot more to share. Trust me. Um, get on that. So as for me, as I always tell you guys, get on my authorityletter.com newsletter. This is getting better and better. And I am just tooting my horn for that because I'm doing some great things on there. And if you miss it, you're, gonna, you're just going to miss out. You don't want to miss this Saturday because it's going to be it's going to be totally different. I'm putting the whole it's a whole lot, okay? So don't miss it. So get on there, theadorylary.com. I got a three part video series there, and I have weekly newsletters. Could be some, some could be it could be letters, it could be videos, it could be audio. You, you don't know what's coming next, all right? So get on there, and of course we talk about building your authority platform. So there it is for you. And as I always say to you, remember, folks, build it, share it they will come. We're out of here. See ya. And that's a wrap for this episode of The Authority Project. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you like what you heard, we want to hear from you. Subscribe, rate, and give an honest review. Share and tell your friends so they can hear too. And for even more authority-building tactics, be sure to sign up at theauthorityletter.com. Get free weekly content and ongoing digital product giveaways to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. We certainly hope you got a key takeaway or maybe an aha moment from today's broadcast. Just remember, it's your authority. Build it, share it, and they will come. Until next time.